You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Ponti. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great radio station, community radio station 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. We've got an exciting show for you today. We've got new members that have moved down from Queensland. We're going to hear from them and what the difference is from racing pigeons in Queensland and in Melbourne. And we've also got uh, Jeff Johnson, as promised last week, had a surprise for young Muhammad. We've got Jeff and Muhammad coming on, and he's got a few stories to tell us, the old uh, Ballarat barber. Stay tuned for another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world today. And we have to introduce the Falcon, the Maltese Falcon. Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese Falcon. 600 years, the falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wings. For the Maltese falcon. Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese falcon, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Mr. Tony Maltese Falcon, Barbara. How are you? Good evening. Good morning to you. Good morning, listeners, and good morning to everybody around the world. Yes, good morning to everybody around the world. How are you, Tony? How's your birds going? Well, the birds are all right anyway, touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> How many you got now? Well, I've got 160 at the moment. Oh, 160. Anyway, let's see how many this fella's got. <laughs> Back. 
And he's back folks, let's give him a warm welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Introducing the one and only Pigeon Racing Italian Stallion, Joe Angelino. Good morning, Mr. Joe Angelino. Good morning, Ivan. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. That's the way. Um, how the birds? Been good. Good. Yeah, yeah, how many you got? Me, I have. Tony's got 160. Tony, you have a friend. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Andrea's got 360. You beat me, Joe. <laughs> no, no, not no, no, mate. I've only got 130 in the lot. Oh yeah. 130. Oh, yeah. yeah. 60 of those. Are believe just believe me. Believe me. Believe me. So what do you reckon I've been? Around 118? No, more than that. More? More, more, more. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Let me just say, nope. (laughs) That's all I I got. He's a mob flyer. No, a mob flyer. I was talking to Ray Mifsud the other day and I said to him, I said, Ray, we're just talking. And I said, we're talking about, you know, we had a good season. And I said, you know, the best season I had, I said, when I was uh, with WPF 212, I said, um, I only bred uh, out of my race team, mm-hmm. and um, I had 80 birds, 80 birds, Ivan. First race, I come 30th, yeah. and it's for six weeks straight after that, I led the aggregate. Joe, you're a one team or two? I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. Because if I haven't got enough... If you race two teams, you need more. Yeah, I know. If I haven't got enough, well, I'll stay one. But if I've got plenty, I'll send two. Because I want to get them away. My the aim of the game is get them away. No good sitting on the perch. The, the more they get away and uh, to the race, the better it is for the birds. Healthy pigeons should be at the race point, not in the loft. The more the more air time they get under the, that wing, the better it is for them. That's my opinion. It's only my opinion. What do you reckon, Tony? <laughs> yeah, no, I go along with that. Yeah. Oh, along with that? What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Uh, you think uh, dress them and or, or the, send them? Uh, send the lot. If send, you had the choice to send them lot, the lot, would you send them or yeah, not? Yeah, I'd send them. Yeah, same here. Same here. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Say the first six races, it'll be no limit. You can send them out. That would be good. You never, yeah. never know. That could be... When a, we get the bigger truck. You never, never know. That could yeah. be in a pipeline. Unlimited. You never, never know. Unlimited. Gee, that'd be a first, wouldn't it? For Melbourne. Hey Tony, you remember back in the day with the with the WPF, there used to be unlimited. Yeah, the yeah. you can send as many as you like. Yeah, yeah. Robbie Sanger told years me ago, that. They yeah, when, when I started, there didn't was no to limit. Sta- didn't they used to stack the baskets on the truck? Yeah, fourteen and fifteen high. Fifteen high. Yeah, and fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Fourteen high. Wow. Jeez, yeah, well, we used to do it. You know, the old street, the Man. quarry. Yeah. There we used to load the truck. That's unreal. And it, it wasn't a very big truck either, anyway. That's why we used to go Fortin High. <laughs> you used to lift them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you used to go up on the truck. Used to be some strong boys. Yeah, well, I was a lot younger then hey. myself, so yeah. most of us was. Yeah, that's right. But, but, but at the present time, we all nearly in the same, hey. all the same age. We all age. Yeah, hundred birds in the loft. You could send hundred right. to the race. That's right. Believe me. Uh, look, listen, that's... Belgium. That's what they do. Yeah. They send them all every week. <laughs> well, that's right. That's what you call racing. That's what you call racing. Yeah. Well, I, I I like that system. Well, you never never know. Maybe the VPO might go that way one day. 
That'd be you right. never, never know. That'd be good. That would be fantastic. And that way, well, you don't leave the winner home anyway. That's 100% for sure. Yeah. You've got the winner in the race. You can, you can send them all, nominate no, no. 40 or whatever, and no. just send the rest as trainers. No trainers, no race. trainers. All race, 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 race. No trainers. What are you talking about? Where did this come from? You trainers? know why? Because then you get no. people start whinging. Oh. No whingers. <laughs> We're racing pigeons. There's nothing to whinge about. No, nobody should be whinging. You if said I, that they shouldn't be sitting on the perch. Yes, so race them. Have I got have I got trainers? Have I got a hundred? And you got twenty. You shouldn't be whinging about me because you can breed same as me. But you know they say that, yeah. Oh, yeah, but they can breed same as us. We don't want you to race two teams because you're sending one more team more than me. Well, yeah, but they can do the same. Put their misses. That's a good answer. Put put team on your misses. That's a good answer, Tony. And get your misses to enjoy the sports like us. Well, that's it. Well, there you go. Um, If you can't beat them, join them. The bottom. You know what I'd like to see? Unlimited racing, unlimited clocking. That would be good. Yeah, that, 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 yeah that's yeah, a good no, idea. Yeah, I limited clocking. Yeah, they do it here too. Where? I'm sure they do it in uh, is it South, Australia. South Australia. South I'm sure Australia. they do it, don't they? Yeah. They yeah. got two results. That's good. That's good. They got a one bird clocking result and multiple bird yeah, clocking that's results. that's good. Well, they've got that in Belgium anyway, you know. They, yeah, that's how they race. Yeah, in Belgium, overseas, they're doing it. Overseas, they've they been doing that years. Overseas, they are the they are the professors of they d- racing. They doing the right thing. We are overseas. students down here in Australia. We're still students. behind. We're behind. We're, we're, we're students. We 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 come up with the ideas, right, and say we should do this the same as Belgium. Geez, no, no, no. Yeah, but no, then you no. get people saying this is Australia, no, not no. Belgium. Yeah, but it's not about that. If they're getting the results and they're getting, what do you think? Uh, uh, China and all that go buy their pigeons. What do you think? Yeah, because they show results. Because they show the results. They send that many birds, 20,000 birds. We could sell birds to China too. We're so we close could. to China. It's, so, it's unreal, isn't it? it they're is. like 15,000 kilometres away and they're selling birds and we're yeah. like, how far away from China? Not far. Yeah. Not that bad. 5,000 kilometres yeah. or something? Whatever. And, and it's crazy. We should all be together. We yeah. should all be racing together. None of this... Freaking beat your chest! I'm better than you, or you're better than me. Yeah. Birds, let's let's be fair to them. Let's get together, race together, put them all up together. All pigeons got the same wings. Exactly, and then you have an overall result. You got a national every week. What are you reckon about that? Oh yeah, yeah. They should put, put a few nationals here. That's what Albie Bell said to me the other day. He'd like to see a national every week. A national, yeah. but this, you, that means uh, everyone's going together. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter where you live. That's doesn't right. Matter. Okay. National. That's, that's, national. Yeah, national. That's, okay. that's what yeah. you call national. That's right. Yeah. All, all countries, everyone. Well, it shouldn't matter where you live there, should it? No. That's right. It doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, good point. Yeah. It's yeah. a good idea from Albie Bell, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to break for a song and we'll be back uh, with our first guest after this. Oh, yeah. I love you. Boom, 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 boom. 
ship. Boom, boom, chop the tree. Boom, boom, skip the rope. Pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Stock produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340. 551 Southern FM sponsor Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons in a health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 Double nine eight one thousand and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. 
Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hubauctions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopauctions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your community radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. When you face an urban grass fire, exactly where you live is an important factor. If your home is within two streets of the grass, walk at least two streets back. If you already live two streets away, just stay inside and close your windows. Whatever you do, do not drive. The smoke is blinding and you can block roads for emergency vehicles. Simply check the Vic Emergency app for warnings. How well do you know fire? Plan. Act. Survive. Go to emergency.vic.gov.au. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. G'day, I'm Rex Hunt. Here's a product I really believe in. We all use it, can't live without it. What is it? It's water. Now, I told you it was a great product. What else has so many uses? Drinking, swimming, cooking, washing, and of course, folks, fishing. But here's the thing. I don't want to sell you more of it. I'm asking you to use less and keep our waterways clean. Otherwise, it'll be a yibbity yibbity. That's all, folks. The future of water is in our hands. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Summer's back, and that means cricket's back. It also means the South East Cricket Association panel is back every Sunday morning here on Southern FM from 10.30 until noon. Tune in to hear all of the results, the gossip and the news from the South East Cricket Association. Southern FM, your home of local sport. They call me the seeker. The sounds of the Bayside, 88.3 Southern FM. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have a husband and wife team that uh, will be joining the VPO for the uh, 2023 season. And uh, they originate from Queensland, and it's a pretty famous name in the pigeon racing game. And I'm talking about Flack. We've all heard about Peter Flack, and that's his father. And we've got his son here in Melbourne that's moved down to Melbourne, and we've got Adrian Flack 
on their line. Hello, Adrian. Hello. How are you? And welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. Thanks, uh, Ivan, and uh, thanks, everybody there. I appreciate it. That's all right, buddy. All right. So um, let's start with uh, how did you get uh, into pigeon racing, mate? And when uh, did you start? How long have you been into the into the I think it birds. sort of started um, right back from when I was, well, actually before I was born. Uh, my father and my uncle both flew competitively with the, um, uh, you know, um, racing pigeon club up there near um, Byron Bay, Ballina area of northern New South Wales. So it's sort of been blood since before I was born. Nice. Yeah, my uncle still flies has been flying every year since then, and my old man's been in and out of it, but the pigeon game his whole entire life. So, so how long have you been uh, racing in partnership with your wife? Um, this will be our second year flying as as a partner. We flew for a year up in Queensland up there, but then we had to um, sort of let the birds go a little bit, but we've sort yeah. of been in and out of pigeons most of our lives, and um, yeah, like I said, you know, we've had them had them off and on most of our lives, but this will be our second year full-time flying together. Oh, good, good. Yeah. And it's been a God blessing um, having her on, on the uh, team as well. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that she does in the background that, you know, a lot of people don't sort of understand. Obviously, the pigeon people understand it takes a lot of time. and Of course it does. You know, effort and that to put into the pigeons. And with me working so many hours a day and, um, you know, she's she's offered to step up this year and um, take the reins. So, good on her. Can we yeah. have a quick chat with her? Yeah, mate, yep, no dramas. Yeah, I'm here. G'day, Darlene, how are you? Good. That's good. So tell us, what's your role in with the birds? My role is the chief poo scraper. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. Yep. I make sure they're fed, watered, yep. they're pooped, they're out, they're in. And they're where they need to be. I, a little, a little birdie told me that uh, you can get these birds in better than what uh, Adrian can. Um, yeah, that bird would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, good on you. So, what do you, what do you, what would you like to say to other women out there that are listening? That uh, you know, their partners raise pigeons. You know, or even women that don't have. Uh, maybe we might get women that you know might want to get involved. What, what do you say to women? Why that? Um, I don't know, just have a crack at it if you want to. That's it. it. it it's not, nothing's a man or a woman's sport anymore. Good, that's a good, good answer. So um, just have a crack and get involved and instead of complaining about the pigeons, step up and give them a hand if your partner has pigeons. That's I've, awesome. I've heard many wives complain that their partners have pigeons. I actually started getting involved in them because Adrian was at work and I was at home with kids. Yes. He'd come home every afternoon and have to scrape them and whatever, and it sort of took away from time that we could spend together. So I would clean them before he got home so yeah. we'd have time. Yes. Rather than that he was spending too much time with the birds, it was just easier to help out and get it done faster. Good on you. You're a legend. Well done. And I bet you won more races when you started doing that. I reckon they would have. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, prob- <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a yes, Ivan. I think that yeah, was yeah, a yes, right. Tony. <laughs> no, that's uh, good. Definitely, definitely yes, boys, definitely. You good job. Well, good answer, mate. Good answer. Uh, yeah, so um, and what else? So obviously you go, you go, uh, you know, when – 
when you go training, the birds just go together, or does one stay home, wait for the birds to cut, wait for the birds to get home? How does that work? Uh, normally, normally it's um, I done it the first year we flew. I used to yeah. take the and and I uh, mean the kids would go and let the birds go and from all different directions and so forth and do the training thing and then the missus would be at home um, waiting to call them in. Um, but this year probably there's going to be a, a little bit in reverse. I think she's going to do a fair bit and then um, midweek will be her her days and the weekends will be my my days to sort of head west and east with them. But That's she'll. Awesome. Boss on the line of on the line of flight uh, midweek with them. So awesome! Now you mentioned your kids. How many kids do you have, and what are their names? <laughs> <laughs> ah, here we go. <laughs> mob, we're sort of like the Brady bunch. I know that's why we got to give them a shout out. What are the kids' names? Oh, so we'll start at the eldest, and we'll work our way down. Let's go. All, yep. So, Casey, Darian, Nicholas, Caleb, Holly. Erin, Ella, and for me, there's Brandon, Cassie, Tanika, and Brooke. Brady Bunch. Ivan, remember that Brady Bunch song? Yes. We need, you got to play that one. Yep, yep, okay. yep, 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 That'll yep. be, that'll be their song. And 11 grand. <laughs> oh, grandkids, and there's more? There's 11 grandkids. Oh, my God. The so, names. <laughs> <laughs> 11 grandkids. Wow. So is this yeah. why you guys ran away, packed up and ran, and came no, to Melbourne? <laughs> no, we, um, no, we, uh, we decided there for, for for years. Like you see, a lot of people that are doing it nowadays, yeah, are sort of tripping around Australia and you know, sort of do, doing a working holiday. So just love being in Melbourne and Victoria and the weather and the people and you guys and um. Who was bringing up three very lovely girls? All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest one in curls. It's a story of a man named Brady. It's actually, actually. Who was busy with three boys of his own. That's the song we play with. Four men, and they were all alone. Oh, that was funny. Sorry about that. We did. Yeah, we had to. Head to the Brady Bunch, though. There's much above. Yeah, go continue what you were saying. Yeah. You're saying about the work and holiday traveling. Yes, no, it's one of those things that we've always had a passion that you know and a, and a love to do. And um... so, long story short, we sold everything up. We bought ourselves a caravan, bought a four wheel drive, set it up, ready to hit the road. We went to North Queensland for a while, ended yeah. up in Bella. Um, we were sticking around there for about a year, and then some of the kids wanted to come home, so that ended the trip. Too hot. Was it too, me, too yes. hot up there? Oh, he didn't like it. I love the heat. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I'm like you, mate. I don't like the heat. Yeah, no, it's a different kind of heat up there, I tell you. Muggy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Definitely. So where did you just go? From Queensland, you just moved to, you come straight to Melbourne, did you? Yes. So we went from North Mackay in North Queensland, nice tropical weather in the first week of, like, if we actually we landed here in the 1st of June. 2020, so we had pandemic, we had freezing from lovely, lovely weather. So, yeah, you have a jumper on for 10 minutes in the morning in Mackay to here having a jumper on for months. (laughs) Yeah, true. It's crazy. And in the summer, you you wear jumpers as well down here. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy weather here. 
So, are you guys, um, so you guys looking forward to racing this year with the VPO? Oh, definitely, definitely. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, I got itchy. Um, yeah, you itchy feet already. You know what I mean? It's only just sort of finishing breeding season at the moment. You know, just trying to get the babies in and comfortable and settled in and yeah, um, breaking them in. Yeah, breaking them in, but, you know, without stress and not pushing them too hard, and, you know, sort of let them do their own thing. But, you know, we're definitely, definitely excited to fly with you guys down here. And mm. and uh, from what we've seen with the people that we've been involved with in the VPO, it's going to be a good year, I think, you know what I mean? It's not even just about the pigeon racing. It's about the, um, you know, you know the, the uh, circle of people that are there, and uh, they're more than helpful to help anybody out. And, um, yeah, no, no, good bunch of people. Thank you very much for that. So you come from Queensland to Melbourne, and what made you jump and join the VPO? Well, as as, as you can probably tell, I've been in and out of pigeons most of my life, and we, we we're actually going to fly up in Benalla, but um, I, did, I didn't like the idea of handing all my pigeons to the falcon and the goshawk every day, so I yeah. pulled the pin. And um, I've always wanted to come work in the Melbourne, and when I, when I got to Melbourne, I didn't know what to do, like, you know sort of who to join and where the best place to join is because you know as you as you guys know you've been around a lot longer than i do that it's you know some places are good and some places are bad and, and it doesn't matter who you talk to they're all got their own opinions on different people and different organizations so to speak and correct i, I was speaking to a couple of good good people then um one of them was my father my father said to give joe angelino a ring and uh, Joe Angelino punch in the right direction. That's how I met Joe and Ivan and all them boys on um, from the VPO. So um, that's where we're at. So, well, all we want to say is welcome aboard, to both of you, and um, I hope you guys uh, enjoy it. No, 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 we will. We definitely do, and um, we really do appreciate you guys uh, letting us come on board and uh, have a bit of a play. Well, let me say, Darlene and yourself, mate. When we had our um, breeders plate auction, Ivan, you can vouch for this, same as you, Tony, yeah, you can vouch yeah, for this. Yeah. As soon as they came in, first time, right, they were just part of the family, yeah. true? Straight into it. What do you want us to do? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Darlene, behind the bar. We sold that many drinks, it wasn't funny. Uh, Adrian gets uh, gets the birds, handling birds, put them in the... In the um, in the, in the, in the pens. pens. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just... And and it wasn't and it was just all night, all night. They didn't stop, you know. So, mate, you're part of the family already. So, oh, I appreciate welcome. it. You know, that's just who who people generally are. That's just who we are. You know what I mean? Like you got to jump in and do a little bit and help out. You know, that's what makes the makes the uh, organisations makes everybody sort of happy. And you know, I mean, it's, other people can relax that have probably been doing it for a lot longer than we've been here. And it's you know, it's just a common courtesy thing to do. You know what I mean? That's what makes a family. And your federation and your clubs run the way they do is everybody chipping in and helping out, you know. And we're not good looking enough to stand back and look pretty, so we have to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Oh, come on! Come I think on. I'm pretty good looking anyway. Oh, well, mate, can, you, can I borrow your mirror? What she's trying to say is she's no oil paint, but she's not an oil slick either. <laughs> oh, you cracked me up. But, but what I'm saying is, Ivan, Tony, these guys, we didn't even have to ask them to help. You know, they, they, yeah. just straight into it. Bang, here. Yeah. I'll handle some birds. I'll put them in pens for you and stuff. So, you know, darling goes, oh, you want to handle something? Darling even it? went and cut onions for Onions? Him. Oh, <laughs> But it onions. was, yeah. No, I'll give that a miss. Yeah. Onions. Yeah. And she didn't even she didn't even have one tear. Mate, I cut onions, I cry for days. Yeah. No, no, I'm that's right. sook. 
Butter soap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll second that. But yeah. um, look, uh, so what? What's how different is it? Uh, like racing in Queensland. I mean, I know the, the weather's a lot warmer up there. Um, the birds do they adapt to that heat, or do you um, guys? I mean, because I know when it gets warm here, the birds don't even want to fly. You know, uh, sort of. It's sort of a little bit. Like the birds up there compared to the birds down here, like even just handling the birds from two different, you know, and and you think only being a couple of thousand k's apart, yeah, wouldn't make much difference. But just even the birds themselves sort of um, handle 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 slightly different. But I think there's not much difference from up there. The only difference is that I find is that um, down here, I think in Victoria, like you need to have a lot more. Patience with the birds, and, and you know, with your loft environment and the way your loft and everything's set up, you need to have yeah. it sort of more, more so you can close it up and open it up and fans and dehumidifiers. That's what I've sort of found so okay. far, you know. Okay. Other than that, I think the rest of it sort of goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? But yeah, 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 I, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, no, because yeah, heat. It's uh, birds just hate the heat. Darlene, yeah. A little birdie told me, the same birdie told me, that you might be racing a team of your own. Um, that's a possibility. Oh, no, we're in trouble. Because why, why are we in trouble, Tony? Why are we in trouble? Because when a woman races their own team, what happens? Well, the birds, they seem to attach more to a woman than a man. A man. And what and, do you call and, that? What and the birds needs a woman's touch. That's right. Exactly. So um, we're in trouble. You know what? I was going to race uh, one team, but I think I might have to get Kay. You're going to have to get your missus. Oh, this person. Tell them go away, Ivan. <laughs> um, you're going to have to get Amanda to race, race, race a team, Ivan. What do you reckon? wife's going to jump in now. Yeah. We might have to open up you a separate federation. <laughs> so what 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 bloodlines have you guys uh, are gonna are gonna race this year? Sorry. What bloodline? What 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 bloodline of birds are you guys gonna race this year? Are you, do you have you did you bring your own birds down or 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 did you um oh, this person? We, we did have some of our original stuff. Um, from a long time ago, I was given a few a few pigeons back from that stuff um, that we flew in Queensland and done really well with for the first year. We sort of had for the last sort of five or six years we were up in Queensland and yeah. they, were, they were predominantly um, from the Jansen line, so the Smolders, Jansen and, and the Hubens. Um, but since we've been down here in Victoria, I've had a lot of... Um, Pigeons from the imported stuff from the Vanderbolts, um, some, some some other Van Loons, so, so sort of other bits and pieces, and a lot of a lot of the pigeons that we have here are based off the um, Ollie Taylor pigeons from over at Bendigo. Um, Ollie got out of pigeons, as you know, with his uh, lung condition, yeah, and it, and he's not doing too well. And um, I went and spoke to. His son-in-law actually put me on to Ollie when we were over there getting our guns tuned up at the gunsmith over there. Yeah. And he put me on to Ollie, and then I went and spoke to Ollie, and I brought 10 and pairs. You know, he, he went to speak to Ollie about pigeons, and he came home with 10 pairs. 
So there was no guns in. There was no guns mentioned at all. Your no. no okay. No. Okay. So no, there was. No, there was. No, no. <laughs> That's how the story goes. I went to his son-in-law's place, and his son-in-law was a gunsmith. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And anyway, yeah, uh, he put me on to to um, Ollie Taylor, and then I went and spoke to Ollie, and I bought ten pairs off him, and then. About three or four months later, after talking to Ollie backwards and forwards, Ollie told me to come over one day, and and he said to me, he goes, I want you to go in there and come into the loft and that, and he gave me all the pigeons that he had, which were predominantly the old um, Goodyard, um, DeWertz, uh, Artie Morris, the old Jordans. Jeez, all the uh, good old blood, Aussie blood. Yeah, 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 just about a single pigeon in there was was a um, was off the old. Um, old Australian strains and, and, and bloodlines from down from Artie Morris and Goodges and everything, and Patterson from South Australia as well. So a lot of old stuff in there as well. So, See, a lot of people get got rid of them and got the flavour of the month, you know, all the new um, Vanderbolts and everything, and, and they tossed the other old uh, Aussie lines out. But I think that's a bit of a mistake to me. I reckon you should still have a few of those pairs in your loft. Oh, definitely. You know yeah. what I mean. It's um, yeah, it's one of those things that you you definitely can't, you cannot um, underestimate them on a uh, hard day. Anyway, put it that way. Oh, you're not wrong. So you know, in um, Queensland, there, did you guys use medicate a lot, or do you stay away from medication? How, how do you how did you guys treat up at Queensland? When we were in Queensland, there, no, we never really medicated much. Like obviously, we had got problems that everybody else does. But yeah. I backed down, and that was going back a fair while ago. Now, I followed um, Rob Marshall's program to a T, you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking down to the to the millimetre in medicine and, and um, all of his natural program, and I'm a natural program type of person myself. I, I, I feel myself the birds need to have resistance there and you need to let the birds, you know, sort of... Build it. Yeah, and... Um, by by medicating them and over medicating, you know, obviously you can't fly pigeons without medication. And people say that you know oh, we don't medicate our birds. Like to me, I think that's a load of uh, hogwash. But that's yeah. that's my personal opinion. You know what I mean? I know blokes have been flying for fifty years and um, say the same thing. You know what I mean? And um, no, we don't we we don't medicate much. But then I try to keep on top of the um, birds as a, as as a natural program, but yeah. try and have things tested. Uh, regularly, yep. Uh, just in case there is something there, and if it's nothing too sinister, that's you know going to put the birds at any risk or any danger, well, then I won't treat it. But I'll just keep to the natural program that Rob Rob's got there, and it seems to work. The pigeons absolutely th- um, thrive on it. Well, that's it. You can't go wrong. That guy. How how good is he, Ivan, Mister Rob Marshall? Oh, he's very good. Eh? As well, you got it from Belgium. You, what did the fella from Belgium tell you? He's a very smart man. Yes. Where did he go to get his degrees and all that, Ivan? Well, he finished his degree for racing pigeons in uh, Holland. Wow. The Netherlands. Yeah. See, well, there you go. You know what I mean? Like, if, if nobody doesn't know anything over there, well, it's not worth knowing, you know? Like That's they're, right. They're, they're, they're probably the pigeon capital of the of the world still, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, Belgium, Holland, that's where it is, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he's got a lot of friends over there too in Holland. I think his best mate from Holland is Stephen Van Bremen, and I know everybody's heard that name. Definitely. No, he's very, uh, yeah, very good. And you know, we, we're going to the VPO. I think uh, Ivan's teeing something up with uh, with Rob, and um, he might be coming down to the VPO. Maybe he one, is sixteenth of June. 
That might be a monthly thing, Ivan. Yeah, we're monthly. Hoping. Yeah, we're hoping. We're yeah. hoping. As long as you sing. Yeah, as long as I Rob, sing. Rob, <laughs> we'll get over the sing. Don't worry. We'll get Rob. And when he does come down, he's going to uh, check our birds. We're going to have a little seminar. Um, you know, we're going to make it another another fun a fun day. You know, so it'll be just a, a great day. Everybody will come out. We'll, uh, you know, if you want to just get your birds checked free, right? It'll be all free. We, we might just have a little. Uh, what, what what we'll do, Ivan? A little like a donation sort of thing. Because we're, we're not going to we're not going to let him pay for his uh, ticket. We're oh, we're going to pay that. for his airfare. So yeah, we'll, a little it. charge yeah. of twenty dollars or something. You know, that way they can we can pay for his fees. You know, he's doing us a favour. We'll do him a favour. Us a big oh, favour. And that's, and that's cheap, you know. What's just $20, having, mate? Jeez. You know, that's that's cheap just having somebody like that that you can actually talk to and yeah. um, ask him questions and, you know, and he's not biased by anything by any means and to anybody. So it's sort of open, open forum, you know, so. Exactly. And there needs to be more of it too, you know what I mean? And you guys seem to be the only ones that I know of, um, I'm not just saying that because I'm I'm a member of the VPO, but you guys are sort of the only ones that I know of that sort of push those sort of things and have people like that that, you know, come down here and try and do your best to get people like that down here to educate people. and just sort of makes it a lot easier for newer flyers too that because as you guys know, a lot of pigeon flyers sort of don't, don't sort of open up too much about their secrets and this and yeah, that. But, true. you know, like grab Rob's book and ask him questions and then you can learn a lot from the bloke, you know what I mean? So, 100%. And then a lot more of it, especially doing um, testing of droppings and, and crop flushes and all that. Like There needs to be somebody that actually does classes, and we should be good to see down here if somebody could sort of start up and do classes and show people how to do it, and you'll probably find there would be a lot more healthier birds out there. Well, look, if we can convince Ivan, maybe we can uh, – well, it won't take much convincing because this guy loves helping anybody, and if it's got to do with pigeons, he'll probably will do it. But he might do uh, – you know, bring his scope to the one of the clubs – and we'll say, right, we'll set up there. Anybody that wants to come and learn uh, how to use it, he, he'll teach them. You know, the basics. We'll start with the basics. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And we'll, yeah, that's, we'll, what I was, that's what I was kind of hitting that, but without saying it. There you go, Ivan. <laughs> so, so you've no, been asked right. by Adrian. What are you yeah. reckon about that idea, Yeah, Ivan? good. Yeah, no problem. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Cause if you didn't like it, they'll end Because, gonna, as I was talking to Rob about the whole concept when we started, when I started testing the birds down here, I said to Rob, I said, if we test the birds, wouldn't that, if we got all the birds healthy in the Federation, wouldn't that make the racing and returns better? And he said, 100%. Sweet. So that's why we did it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we should do it. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a problem. That's good. So we'll organise that. When, um, when we do, we'll announce it on air and we'll let everybody know. Yep, no, 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 but I'm no, definitely no. and but I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to, you know, uh, seeing Rob come down and have a chat with him and he's a funny fella too, yeah. He's a, he's not he's not like um, uh, Yeah, he's not Mr. Serious. Yeah, exactly. He likes <laughs> to have a Joe, he's like one of the boys, you know. Uh, when it comes down to the pigeon stuff. Remember that time we went to Canberra and he took oh, a photo with us? Oh, yeah. I had that hat on. Yeah, yeah. He goes, hang on a minute, I've got to go to my car and get my hat. Remember? <laughs> yeah, he went and got his hat. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. No, he's a good man. Very good man. And, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing him down here. Yeah, so um, what was going to say? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, what was your memorable moment in Queensland? What, what race was it that just, uh, you know... Was a memorable moment for you. Um, 
I can't remember without going back through the records there now. We in our first year flying, we done um, we done fairly well. The birds there were sort of diagnosed there um, chlamydia, so respiratory at the start of the season. Okay, but the birds didn't seem to really have a great deal of it, and it didn't seem to really haunt them too much. But then coming out to the second and third and fourth and fifth race, we got out a fair distance, and the birds started fatiguing and um, and a uh, fair few losses, unfortunately. But mm. then when but when the birds come right, we actually um, – it would have been about 380 to 400 and something, I think it was, and we come second fed and first club. Oh, nice, nice. And, and uh, two on the drop. So that was probably our best moment, I think. But, you know, just just overall having fun and having the birds come home and sending the birds and, you know, it's, uh, is is um, sort of warrants even, even, even more than that. You know I mean? It's about – having fun, you know what I mean? And that's what the VPO does. The VPO makes you feel like you're having fun and they, and they want people to get involved in well, having that's, fun. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's what we like. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, no. I'm, and I'm, I mean, look, you've been to our auctions, so you know what it's like. You know, I say it on the radio, but like I say, you need to be there to experience it. So, oh, def- definitely. It's a whole new app. Before I go, there's one more thing I wanted to ask, which I ask everybody. And, um, where what what uh, where am I? Where do you see pigeon racing in the next ten years? Um, hopefully, hopefully it's going to grow a lot more than what it is. And you know, you see a lot of young people, and you know, um, people that are talking about it. And even the blokes that I work with are very curious about it and ask me questions about it when I tell them that I fly pigeons. And oh, you know, like I'm not going to go away this weekend. I've got birds and this and that. Yeah. And so this and that. So hopefully. You know, the more talk about it, and obviously the you know the advertisement that you know you know goes around that all the federations and that do around Australia, people talk. Hopefully, I think it's still going to be strong. You know, I mean that's a, that's what we need to do. We need to promote the sport, not not shame it, and you know, and um, say, oh no, you can't join this because of this, this, and this. And needs to be more members, and and needs to be open armed. Exactly. Come, exactly. Come and fly. Well said. Hundred percent. I agree with you. One hundred percent. Ivan. We're going to have a whole group of women that just kick all the men's asses. Yes, that's what we want. <laughs> all right. That's what we want. We, you, you know, we, we've, got we a couple go. of, we've got a couple of women that race with us, so this is going to be fun. Fem- feminist fun. revolution in the VPO. Look out, look out. That's going to be good. It's going to be good. Now, that was a very, very good answer. Darlene and um, Adrian, thank you guys very much. Welcome to the VPO, and we look forward to racing with you guys. Thank you very kindly, boys. I appreciate it, and uh, stay safe, and uh, we'll be in touch. Says it's not the being there, but the journey that matters in the 
pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. 
Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The applied nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hopoptions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopoptions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. Wildlife Victoria is a non-profit emergency response service committed to assisting wildlife in need across Victoria. Our trained and dedicated volunteers rescue and rehabilitate sick, injured and orphaned animals so they can be released back to their native habitat. If you see wildlife that may need our help, please contact us on 8400 7300. To donate or register to become a volunteer, hop onto our website at wildlifevictoria.org.au. Dogs are awesome. Think about it. When you give them a little love, they'll give you their heart. They don't care about how much money you make, how good you look, or even how bright you are. They love you for you. That's why we need to train more assistance dogs. They take care of people in need by helping out with everyday tasks, from opening doors to emptying the washing machine. To help us share the love, find out how you can get involved by visiting assistancedogs.org.au. And right now we have to uh, break for the Southern FM National Radio News. But after the news, we've got a little surprise for everybody and uh, we have to encourage the young people of the sport. So we've got young Muhammad coming on and Jeff, the Guru Johnson from uh, Creswick, Ballarat, has a special surprise for the young flyer. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia.
Stop the pigeon. 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 How? Nab him, jab him, tab him, grab him. Stop that pigeon now. And on the line for Pigeon Radio Australia's promise last week, we've got a big surprise for young Muhammad Yabrani, and we've got the guru from Ballarat, Mr. Jeff Johnson, on the line because he's got a surprise for Muhammad. We've got them both on the line. Welcome, fellas, to Pigeon Radio Australia. How are you going? Good. How are you? Yeah, good, be- Jeff. Be- be- very good. How are you, Ivan? Is Angelo there in yeah, the multi-sector? Yeah, Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you all? And Tony's here as well. Who, who, who else? Tony Barbara. The Falcon, the Falcon. The Falcon. The multi-Falcon. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, Jeff. How, am I, how, how, are, how are my two bosses going? Ivan Fonte and Joe Angelino now. Good, good. Uh, we, we, we're very happy that you uh, answered your phone. That was good. We're going to dock you, when, actually. When I, when I get up in the morning nowadays, I think, gee, I hope I do everything right today. All these two boys are going to be right on me. <laughs> well, yeah, let, let, let's just say you're doing everything well so far, so keep it up. Okay, thank you, but we can always stuff up. Okay, oh, Exactly. Hey, like someone did today with a tool. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh let's not go there, you reckon? We won't go there, no. Let's not go there, but okay. that's, that's, you go, Ivan, you go, Ivan. Now, what happened was last week, you've got a little bit of surprise. We've got Muhammad online, so you can say hello to Muhammad, Jeff. Hello, Muhammad. How are you, buddy? Good, how are you? And how's your 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 lovely pigeon? Oh, thank you for it. Uh, it's up uh, on top of the cage, so then it can get, uh, it can get used to its spot. I yes, still yes. Since the auction, so it could like you know get a little bit of extra time on top of the cage to learn where it's uh, you know where the landing board is and all that. Very kind of smart. Stuff. Yes, yes. So you got a little basket you put out there so it does it can go in and out and all that. Oh yeah, we made one today to put on top of the landing board. So perfect. That's so perfect. So they can get used to you know uh, going out and inside from the net. Exactly, and, and you just. And throw a little couple of little goodies in there too, Muhammad, for, for, yeah, yeah, for we, them. We I love gave that. Them a bit of food inside of it so, then Perfect. They could, so they could come out and, you know, they can get used to going out there and uh, they can learn to go out and inside. Very smart. I love it. Without and, a care. And, and, you, and you always talk to them? Uh, yeah, I talk to them. I feed them with my hands and uh, yes. try to, I try to tame them as much as I can. Would you would you like to give me a little? Would you like me to give you a little tip? Sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you put a uh, get your dad. You just buy a little cheap radio, and you turn the radio on in the loft, and then that calms your birds down. So then they don't get. Yeah, you have a radio in there. I have a radio going yeah. for them. And, and, and you and, tune and, it to and, 88.3 and, Southern FM and you listen to Pigeon Radio. Yeah, yeah, very good, Ivan. I love your work, mate. <laughs> and uh, see, we're always trying all of you and me, are we? We're good. That's how we get on, mate. That's how we get on. No, but you have the radio on, mate, because you can listen to Ivan, the radio show, and Jane Gelino and the Maltese Falcon. But it calms your calms the birds down, mate. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So when you go into the loft, they don't get scared and, and never grab at the pigeons either, Muhammad. You know, when you try to catch them or whatever, 
always use uh, gentle voice and slow movements, you know what I mean? Because you imagine if someone was grabbing at you, you know what I mean? Or if they, they were grabbing at you for you to go to school or something, you know what I mean? Like, that's scared. why a lot scared. of people forget with pigeons, and, and then they get scared of your hand, you know what I mean? But you can get to the stage where you go to the perch and put a little bit of seed on the perch, and then they'll pick at that, and uh, yeah. But but anyway, Ivan, sorry, mate, you go. Yeah, now, Jeff, uh, we were talking last week, which um, I didn't include it in the program. We spoke off air, and yes. uh, you've got a bit of a surprise for Muhammad, haven't you? Well, I have got a surprise, Muhammad. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it tough egg this one? I tell isn't you, it, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, you should sell cars like Joe and Zelino should. Um, but Muhammad. Yeah. I was looking at a pigeon today. Guess what? Yeah. Blue bar. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. Eureka cup. Oh, nice. And, you ready? Yeah. And and underneath the box, right? Yeah. There just happened to be two more pigeons in there, which were blue checker pies and just nice, that I love. Nice. And I thought to myself, I don't think I want to give Muhammad these. Uh-oh. Because the blue bar I loved. Uh-oh. And guess what, mate? Yeah. Those birds will be ready in – well, the blue bar will be ready in about a week, but the other two will take about another two weeks. So what wow. I'm going to do, mate, I'm going to take them down to Ivan's place in, in Melton. Okay. And, and and he will – he will he will uh, you can go up and get them off him. Thank you very much. Yes. But uh, they've got names. Are you ready? Yes. You have to write them down. One's called the Maltese Falcon. Okay. One's called the Italian Stallion. And one's called Ivan. Not bad? That's good names. <laughs> so I I um I hope you love them, mate, and, and I'm sure you'll uh, and if you need any advice, um you just have to give Ivan or Java or the Maltese Falcon a ring. They'll give you plenty of advice. And then if you want to win some races, then you ring me, okay? <laughs> hey, Muhammad. Yeah? Now, um, before you came to the auction, right, to our Breeders' Parade yeah. auction, before you met, have you, did you know Jeff Johnson before that or not? No, I did not. Exactly. That's what I thought. And... Um, you two, you two guys just clicked, didn't you? You just clicked straight away. John just, you know, he fell in love with you, and you guys, you just clicked. So what I'm saying is I reckon you'll, you guys uh, are going to have a very, very long friendship, you two. Yeah. I think so. I, I, I think you'll be a very good friend. I, I can't wait to go down to the VPO rooms. Muhammad, this is my dream. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. At the presentation night, we walk up t- together and we, we, we get the trophy and the check. Whoa! Hey, oh, yes. that be? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. But the best part is, Muhammad, is I've been very fortunate. I've met a lovely boy, as in you and your dad, and... Uh, I'm the winner out of this. Don't you worry about that. All I'm doing is giving you a couple of pigeons. and uh, But but these pigeons, mate, I, I hope they do you proud. And uh, 
Um, I'm I'm just so impressed with your manners, with the way you love the birds, and uh, I think you're one day you're going to be a champion. Thank you, John. I really appreciate it. Lovely, mate. You're a good boy. Well, you know, we're going to have you too. You made my night, Andrew, uh, you, uh, Joe. You made my night, Joe and, and and Ivan and the Maltese Falcon. Um, not often in this world we, we – this is what people in, in the world forget about, you know. Yeah, There's all right. this other stuff going you're on, but when you're something right. special happens, it's lovely, isn't it? It is, and it doesn't really get mentioned, yeah. you know, and it should get mentioned because – you need to hear nice things that happen, like what you're doing mm. for Muhammad. And and believe you me, I know Muhammad appreciates everything you're doing, everything. And, yes, you I know, really do. I'm telling you, you know, like like I said, down, down the track, years to come, he's never going to forget you, John, and, and, and you'll never forget him, you know what I mean? He, he, he might never forget the Creswick Barber. Creswick Barber. <laughs> Smallest shopping Creswick. <laughs> Smallest shopping Creswick. Doesn't matter. It's not about the size, Johnny. Hey, he's got an. Hey, 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 Jeff, is that ATM machine still in the front window? Yes, it is, mate. He's got an ATM machine in the front window. Well, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, best best advertising in the world, boys. I love it. Oh shit! I'm what's wrong? Hey, no, no one said I was silly. No. <laughs> Your name's Billy. Not silly. It's not silly. That's it. But the uh, um, it's I, I was always used to be called the battling bar barber, and now 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 I'm the Creswick barber. So uh, oh, how good is that? Yeah. How's that going, John? How's it going? I mean, you've just moved up there. How long ago? Uh, look, the, you 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 actually won't believe this, boys. But go go. I actually built. I I had my barber shop. I think uh, Ivan knows, but. I had shops in Belt for 38, 40 years. Wow. And uh, I was one of the first people to employ lady barbers. And I think I told you before, Danny Frawley did his first television commercial for me. It cost me 100 bucks and a pot of beer at the pub across the road. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I did, um, you know, if I'm once a wife, I, I, yeah. I did um, work on that. I um, I employed three apprentices of the years in a row, which none had done before. I bought a hotel, which was doing five kegs a week. Within two weeks, I was doing 20. Wow. Um, I've been a as as Ivan knows. I've I've always been a worker, you know. Always been, and it's not with the pigeons, you know. I, I'd go if I won a race, yeah, like in the pigeons, yeah. that made me more keen. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd be at there eleven o'clock at night scrubbing perches. Oh, that is the best. Yeah, even Brian Freda from Adelaide he said I've never met anyone so keen. The pedophiles in Sydney that said, oh, we've never met a bloke like this. But I was. <laughs> The best thing, though, I was a sponge for knowledge. So yeah. all the pigeon flies that I met, I just listened and learnt and got their little, you know, all their little tips. And 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 you guys touched on it in our last conversation about um, feeding feeding the birds. You know what I mean? And and the little like with Muhammad, how how to train the birds, how to look after the birds. But the one thing, Muhammad, I'll say to you. Okay, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. What you the most important thing in pigeon racing? Are you ready? Yeah. Observation. So, in other words, watch your birds. They will tell you. It sounds crazy, but guess what? Observation number one. Then comes health, fitness, vitality, and if you want to beat Joe or Ivan, right? <laughs> and the Maltese Falcon. You know what you got to do, Muhammad. Yeah. You're going to have them healthy. 
and you've got to have them super fit. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to get them in quick because you can lose race. I lost $10,000, Muhammad, once by 0.06 of a second. Oh, no. My friend oh, ran me up. I won, I won the Adelaide Pigeon Club by nearly one hour or something, a 600-mile race, and then I won the last Adelaide 10, uh, the Adelaide uh, 10,000 race. I actually came third, and my pigeon landed first, but took four minutes to go oh, in. Oh, no. And my friend, my friend rang me up, and he said, Jeff, he goes, do you want the good news or the bad news? Uh-oh. I said, give me the good news. And he goes, you won 1,500 bucks. I said, well, that's great. He yeah. goes, and I said, well, what's the bad news? He goes, you lost 10 grand by 0.06 of a second. <laughs> And then another guy rings me up. Oh, no. De Ross, a blonde, I'd, 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 uh, he, he bought from me or whatever. He goes, yeah. oh, great news, Jeff. I came, I, he either won it or came seven. I can't remember now. He goes, oh, I won 10 grand today, Jeff, or one or whatever. I, I think he got, I wasn't sure if he won it or came seven. I can't remember now. But I said, that's great news. I said, how much do I get? And he goes, oh, no, you get a phone call to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but but oh, no. I know I know it's just possessed. That's tough. But, That's tough love, mate. Tough love. Tough, I love tough love. Oh, but Muhammad, yep. the best the best part, mate, is uh, I'm doing this for you because uh, your enthusiasm, your manners, your um, and and us guys in the pigeon game, we need people like you, Muhammad. You you know what you are. You're a diamond in the rough. You're like a gold nugget. And guess what? <laughs> people don't find gold nuggets very often. That's right. But we need more people like you, buddy. So that's why. And I, Ivan knows and Joe knows, I used to, a lot of people used to buy my pigeons for a lot of money, but I always gave young guys. I had a guy come into my life one day with his dad. And we're still friends to this day. This guy's 30 now, successful builder in Brighton. And I said, you go in the loft, pick out any pigeon you like, and you can have it. And his dad's looked at me and said, Christ, I wish I could help out with this one. (laughs) And uh, he picked out my best pigeon, Muhammad. So you know what I did, Muhammad? What? I gave it to him. And his dad, the next day, his dad came around with a slab of beer and said, Jeff, I can't believe you did that for me. And my son, and we were friends for like twenty odd years, and that guy still that. talks about it. And I went on to breed him, a, I think a five hundred mile winner or second wow. fed or something. But and I, I, I did talks on pigeons. I've told Joe and Ivan this. I did talks every primary school in Barrett. I did talks on racing pigeons. Yeah, and, uh, and some kids. Yes. Uh, so you know how you said you lost to a race by zero point sixty seconds. Electronic timing, yes. Yeah. Uh, so my dad's friend, uh, the same. His name's Ali Dawas. The same thing happened to him. So the the bird came thirty minutes before all the pigeons. Oh, and wouldn't it went, it went on the pole, and then my dad went and made it fly away because he was at his house. Made it fly away. Went to the neighbor's house. Uh, he couldn't jump the fence, my dad. So he went and he made the pigeon fly. And thirty minutes of the pigeon went. And he came eighth place. Wow. So imagine 30 minutes going away and coming eighth place. So he could have come first by like 30 minutes before the pigeons. Unbelievable. But oh, how's nice. this, Muhammad? This is a true story. You know, boys, the John Van Beers race, the $50,000 race yeah. when he had that? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. A, pigeon I, a pigeon I had, right, 
I, it, it came third in the pigeon pump, but it was home four minutes in front of every other pigeon, right? And John Draper owned, owned this cockbird, and he, um, he, he's, he was selling out, and I bought that pigeon. Now, now this is this, now listen to this, boys. You love this. Yep, listen, mate. And then uh, the guy uh, Jack Vander Linden. Yeah. And um, oh, jeez. And I'm just trying to think of the other guy's name. Uh, what's his name? Quickly, uh, Jeff. Greg Hodgkins, right? Oh yes. Oh, right. They, they, they. Their pigeon, right? It was a Dubrovin times Gabby Vanden. Uh, Gabby Vandenbeel, right? So this is in the in the in the uh, the Adelaide ten thousand dollar race, right? That pigeon also came three minutes before all the other birds, right? And yeah. and and it, it ended up coming third. So I ring up Greg, right? Because if that pigeon wins, boys, right? Yeah. There's no way known the barber can buy it, is there? Oh, that's true. You're not selling that, are they? Correct. Oh, correct. Yeah, right. So watching Hawthorne on a Friday night, they're winning by 11 goals. I thought oh, I might ring up, you know, ring up Greg and uh, ask him about this pigeon. So I ring him up. I said, oh, Greg, you're a bit stiff not winning that race. And he said, oh, yeah, Jeff. And I said, would you sell that pigeon to me? And I had a stroke of fortune. Are you ready? Yeah. He'd crashed his car, right? Not, not bad, but he, he was a bit light on for money. Wow. And I said, can I buy the pigeon off you? And he goes, oh, I'd have to ask Jack because they owned half the pigeon each. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he said, oh, how, mu- how, how, how much will you pay me, Jeff? And I said, well, what do you want, mate? He said, 1000 I said, I'll give you seven fifty, and it'll be in your bank tonight. <laughs> wow. And he goes, he goes, oh, I have to ask Jack. So anyway, sure enough, rings me back next day, I bought the pigeon. Now, I made it, that pigeon... Right, which should have won ten grand, the hen, right? With the cock, which should have won fifty, so there's sixty k, right? They could have won. Bear in mind, right? Bear in mind, right? Guess what I paid for the pigeon that came third that could have won fifty grand? Guess what I paid for that? How much? Three hundred. Wow. (laughs) So you know what I did? You paid them up. I, I mated them together. I went in Lindsay Smith's race and I said to Lindsay, and, and it was the last Adelaide $10,000 race, right? The last one I ever had. And I sent the pigeon over and Lindsay, I rang and I said, oh, did you get the bird, Lindsay? And he goes, oh, yes, I got the bird, Jeff. I said, what did you think of it? And he goes, bloody beautiful. And I said, um, I said, its mum came third, its dad came third, and it will come third. Oh, and it came third by 0.06 of a second. No. <laughs> but it was four minutes no. in front of all the other pigeons, boys. No. But no. what a great story. But this that's is pigeons, isn't it? It's magnificent. That's a true story? Yeah. Very true. Based on a true story? <laughs> true. No, no, Joe. Actual fact, mate. Oh, okay. It's true. No, that's no, unreal. no. I'm not, I'm not pulling your chain, big man. No, no, no. Okay. No, that's unreal. See, and I'm that, different that, that, to most barbers, mate. I, I, I deal with facts, not yeah. fiction. Now, <laughs> now I know nice. why we had to carry out, carry you out of the combine rooms on most nights. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 that was only because I had all the trophies in my arms. Of course, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know how, like you said about the pigeon, how it came like zero point uh, sixty 
seconds, yes. Six seconds, yeah. Um, the same thing happened to my dad. The pigeon came like an hour or 30, 30 minutes before all the pigeons, but guess where it went? It went to the double-story house across oh. the street, on the other street behind us. Oh, nice. So he stayed that, there for about half an hour and then it came to us. Is your dad's name George Luck? And then after George five Lutt. minutes, the other pigeons came. And, and do you know what, Mohammed in pigeon racing, I, I was very lucky. I was friends with a man called Fred DeMello in Adelaide and he won three or four association races and I went there one day and 23 pigeons came, Mohammed, right together. And they went in quicker than you could say Muhammad. It was amazing. So what you've got to learn, the most important thing is to get the birds to trap quickly, and that's all about the feed, you know, have them a little bit hungry. And then you get them into, you've got to treat them like they're little school children. You've got to treat them what, what you want them to do, not what they want to do. But we've all got a bad trapping story, haven't we, boys? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You know how you said they come in fast? Um, yeah. I I I believe it because we had a pigeon. It was a grizzle, and we had a bluebird. I was trying to catch it outside, but like before I even moved, it went in. So I had to go in and I had to catch it. And once uh, a pigeon, it came low, and it went in that we didn't even know. Uh, we have like two nets, and once we have two nets, one at the bottom next to the pad, and one at the top. The pigeon oh. came straight and went through the top. Didn't even land. So I had to go wow. in, take it out, and put it on the pad. And you had to scan it. Yeah, I had to scan it. I went in. I had a breeder's plate one day, Muhammad, a breeder's yeah. plate race, a money race. Yeah. And I go in on Friday night with my basket, okay? Yeah. And uh, I only had one pigeon. Uh-oh. And everyone in the club was hanging shit on me, and they go, <laughs> bad luck, John, eh? you're going to struggle today, mate. And I thought, yeah, right, I will see. <laughs> and anyway, uh, I, I took my little basket in and put my pigeon through, and then I come in to the club rooms about 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, Ivan, you know those great nights we had? Yes, I <laughs> Yes, you do. Anyway, uh, I, I walk in, and they're all around the all these bloody guru pigeon blokes, and they're going, oh, bloody um, Brian Lockyer's got a bloody beauty. He's got one at five o'clock. Wow. And I've gone, wow. I said, what a great pigeon. And they said, oh, oh you've done well, Johnny. You got one, did you? And I said, yeah, I got a home. I got a home. And they said, what time did you get them, Jeff? And I said, half past four. Oh and they all looked at me, God. and then, and, and and then, then, then I just walked off, and I said, "Listen, boys, and it takes one to win." Oh, that's so true. One bird. That's all you need. That's all, but that's it's right. got to be a good bird. And that's what you because put in. you're just gonna clock one bird. Even if you clock the second one, the second one won't really count. It won't really matter because it's about the first one. Exactly. Unfortunately, that's true. But you've always got to remember too, Muhammad. Sometimes. When you do clock your birds, right, and that second one that comes and the last one that comes, the next week you put them in the race. And you know the one that comes last? Yeah. It's like us. We don't like coming last. It might come first. Very true. Yeah. Very true. You like it? You like that? <laughs> that was another tip for you there. Yeah. 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 Jono's full of them. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. I just, you get me all excited. No, no, you, mate. no. no. So Keep going. I love excited. it. No, no, no. That's good. They don't call him the guru for nothing. That's good. No, hey, that's good. He's, yeah. he's learning, yeah? Go. But the one the one thing, Muhammad, I'll tell you a story. Um, I I met Ivan Fonte, the pigeon guru, the pigeon uh, radio man, Yeah. Uh, through just, and we became quite good friends. I actually even helped him get a job once. And and but Ivan and I became and his wife we became very good friends, didn't we, Ivan? We certainly did. And Ivan gave did me a web page before even web pages were even like people didn't even know what a web page was. <laughs> but the one thing about Ivan, I'll tell you three things about Ivan. Are you ready, Mohammed? Okay. He's the most generous person you'll meet. He's the most loyal friend. He's the most. <laughs> What he's done for pigeons uh, and on the radio, he's a uh, he's a very good he's he's a, he's a good man. He's a good man. He's a good asset to the pigeon community, isn't he? He's a good asset to the pigeon community, isn't he? Well, at the end of the day, you you three guys are because you're promoting the sport, and if you um, promote it, and, and and I think the trouble with pigeon racing now, it's going to be all about one loft racing I think no. unless we get more young guys in like Muhammad no. yeah. Muhammad you've got to go to your school and get all your mates involved with pigeon racing yeah I start school tomorrow oh good so you tell yeah, them I get... have to leave at 8 o'clock oh, oh, that's early mate <laughs> Day of school, and I'm going to year seven, so I have to go put all my books, you know, get used to the place. Okay, okay. And I think if anyone's going to be okay, mate, I think you'll be okay. Thank so you. When you're and the school. one thing I'll teach you about school, which I didn't learn, <laughs> always ask questions, mate. Yeah. Because if, if you don't if ask the questions, like, Muhammad, yeah. if you don't ask the questions, you can't get the answers. <laughs> Yeah. In class, I asked too many questions that the teacher got bored of me. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, how much do you talk? Oh, that's good. Hey, uh, Mohammed, ask John yeah. some questions. Ask him some questions because believe you me, he is a genius. You know, yeah. just ask him any question, something that you'd like to know, yeah, for this year, for when you're racing. You know, maybe you want to ask him, um, how should I train the birds, Shen, or how should I feed them? Ask him something that you would like to know. Okay. Uh, for the first race, John, uh, for the first race, uh, from where do you think we should toss them? Because uh, the first race, they're going to take them from Shipperton. So where mm-hmm. should we toss them from? Well, you have just hit gold, my son. There you go. Because I'm going to tell you something which you will never forget. Are you ready? Okay. Imagine your first day at school tomorrow, Muhammad. Okay. Could you imagine your dad taking you 20 kilometres away and saying, i oh, just walk home, mate? Yeah. You wouldn't Could like you it. imagine that? Or if you're in primary school? You wouldn't like it. No. Like, too far. Too far. So what you do, the first, the first toss, guess where my first toss is, Muhammad, when I had my pigeons? What was your first toss? In the backyard. Okay. Put them in the backyard, in the cage. Get them used to it. Make sure you've got water for them so they learn how to drink out of the out of your basket. You know what I mean? And your yeah. first three tosses, Muhammad, you'll be facing your cage to your flying or your trap, right? Okay. And you just open up the cage and let them fly. And then, then, 
do that three, four times, and then your first toss, say, five kilometres, do that a couple of times so they're used to it, and then you just increase slowly, right? But you know the first race, Muhammad. This is where people come unstuck. I used to love this when I raced pigeons. Blokes would come in with basket after basket after basket. I'd walk in with six or eight. Do you know why? Why? Because Muhammad, everyone, they let up all these pigeons and these pigeons going everywhere and a lot of them aren't educated and then they wonder why they lose so many pigeons. Yeah. So you just pick out four or five good ones. Don't worry what everyone else does. You do what Muhammad thinks, right? So you walk in, right, and you're just taking your four or five, the special ones you've picked, you and your dad. And then, and then later on, because you know what I used to love, Muhammad? When it got to the 400-mile race, all these other guys in the club, they weren't bringing all their big baskets in, mate. That's when I bought in my 30. They had four. (laughs) 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 So so in, in pigeon racing, you've got to do... Little things like that and and just – and a lot of people will tell you stuff, right, and that's fine. Everyone tries to help, but have your own little program, you know, how you feed them, how you're training them, make them friendly, and at the end of the day, Muhammad, those, pigeon will, those pigeons will love you and they will come home for you. Yeah. Yeah, so you – ask me one more question and then uh, – and I'll see if I can answer it. Okay. Uh, feeding, feeding. I don't have anything in feeding, mind. Feeding, feeding. How would you feed the birds for the first race? <coughs> Tell him that, Mohammed. Pardon? Tell him about feeding. How would you? How, how should I, I feed my birds? <laughs> how would I feed my birds for the first race? First few races. <laughs> Tell him. Angelino's trying to get Guru's secrets. Tell him. <laughs> uh, I, can I, you hear I think. Can you hear him? Can you give hear them. Me? Give them. When you feed them, Mohammed. Yeah. You know a little milk crate? Yeah. You know the plastic milk crates? Yeah. Get one of them, and when you go in the loft, sit on it. And when you feed your birds, throw the food out to them, and then when four or five have a drink, yeah, that's enough. And then on race day, you know safflower? Yeah, sunflower. Safflower. Safflower? Safflower, yes, the white one. Yeah, the safflower. What you do, basketing day, when you get home from school, what time do you get home from school? 3.30, 4 o'clock? 4.30, So on when you get home, throw out a couple of handfuls of safflower. And what that does, that makes them have a drink. So when they go on the transporter, There'll be pigeons there that haven't had a drink, but yours have had a drink, so they'll come home quicker. Oh, okay. And but don't tell Joe or the Maltese Falcon or Ivan that one, okay? Okay. I don't know. That's our trick. That's our little secret. Okay. Muhammad, what did he say? We didn't get that. What did he say? (laughs) Muhammad's forgotten. Muhammad, what did he say? It's a secret. We missed it, Ivan. You put us on hold, yo. We missed it. Yeah, yeah no, I wish you well, Muhammad. Thank you, mate. And I hope uh, the birds fly well, okay. And and let me know. And if you don't, can't let me know. Let Ivan or Joe know. And uh, um, hopefully you can pass on some. And you some... better come here, Muhammad. I've got a couple of birds for you too. Mm-hmm. Jono, Jono, you've been fantastic, mate. You're a legend of a bloke. 
I'll, I'll be honest with you, Ivan. Ivan John, Ivan known Jono for a long time, yeah. but um, I've definitely um, we've got this uh, really good bond, Jono, and, and he's given me some really good tips over yeah. what? We've, how long we've been talking for now, John? A couple of years. Hello, Jeff. Yeah, we I don't know what it is either, Jay, but you and I, for some reason, just clicked. Uh, we just clicked. We'll get on terrific. Yeah, and you know, huh? yeah, we'll just ring each other and you know how the birds going and all that, and it's just fantastic. So um, the tips, the guy mm-hmm. has some amazing, so really good knowledge. So um, just, Jono, thank you very much. Uh, it's, it's been Pleasure really boys. good, really good uh, chatting with you. And Mohammed, hope that was, uh, you know, uh, really good. Uh, yeah, you're there. Oh, yeah, wow, so, that's lovely. Uh, yeah. That's lovely. I hope you oh, uh, and, enjoyed and, yourself. And Joe, yeah. um, it's so impressive what you guys do for for the for the pigeon community and and spread and what I love you talk to all so many different types of people which I think so I love that because the the pigeon the best part about the pigeon game it doesn't matter if you're uh, like you've got no uh, hardly any money or you're a millionaire at the end of the day when the birds get out of the basket mate they don't know that their owner's rich or they don't know if their owner's poor or whatever right. but all they know is that they come home for the love of home and for the reason because I used to sit in my backyard I remember this I never forget this I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know I bang on about my stories and, and no, things no, like that but we love them. I, I'll tell you a story this is a true story tell this us. is a true story a 400 mile race right Yep. Easterly wind, right, 400 miles, right, tough race. And I'm in my backyard, and, and this, this fly rings me up, a good mate of mine, Steve Smith, not with us anymore. Yes. And and at 7 o'clock at night, my wife comes out with my Chinese, Joe, my yep. Chinese, right? Mm. I just spent, bought this Chinese. Yep. My wife yep. comes out in the backyard, right, at 7 o'clock at night, like it's dark, right? Oh, yeah. It's nearly dark. It's raining, right? And she goes, you're mad. <laughs> So I'm meeting my Chinese yeah, right, in yeah. the rain, sitting in, looking, and asking God if a miracle could happen. Yeah, that's right? what I do. My mate rings me up, and he goes, oh, any luck? Any luck, Chono? I said, oh, 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 I've got one. I've got one. I go up. I, I end up winning the combine, right? That is a true story. Wow. And then the world today seems absolutely crackers. With nuclear bombs to blow us all sky high. There's fools and idiots sitting on the trigger. It's depressing and it's senseless, and that's why I like Chinese. I like Chinese. They only come up to your knees. Yet they're always friendly and they're ready to please I like Chinese I like Chinese There's 900 million of them in the world today You'd better learn to like them, that's what I say I like Chinese I like Chinese They come from a long way overseas But they're cute and they're cuddly And they're ready to please I like Chinese food The waiters never are rude 
think of the many things they've done to impress There's Maoism, Taoism, Eating and chess So I, I, I like Chinese I like the Chinese tree There's Zen, Pep Ping Pong, the Yin and Wang Li I like Chinese thought The wisdom that Confucius taught If Darwin is anything to shout about The Chinese will survive us all without any doubt So I like Chinese I like Chinese They only come up to your knees Yet they're wise and they're witty and they're ready to please All together Wa I Chumbaran Wa I Chumbaran Wa I Chumbaran Ni Hama, Ni Hama, Ni Hama Zajian I like Chinese I like Chinese Their food is guaranteed to Please, a fourteen, a seven, a nine, and light cheese. I like Chinese. I like Chinese. I like their tiny little trees. Their Zen, their ping pong, their yin and yangies. I like Chinese. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The Authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. 
Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hubauctions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopauctions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. And I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away. And I always knew I couldn't stay. So I had a dream that I just fly away. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And I always knew. And we're back here with Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And uh, you can look us up on the internet at pigeonmedia.com.au and also the Southern FM website, southernfm.com.au. And uh, we were hearing a few stories by uh, the Ballarat barber and pigeon guru in Ballarat, Jeff Johnson, and he's going to tell us a few more stories before we say adios. You had uh, story number two, Jeff. So uh, tell us about your other story you wanted to fill us in on. The number two best best story, I, it was a 500-mile race. Yeah, yeah. Right? Hardly any birds home. And I'm sitting there. I'm looking at the ground, boys. Yeah. Right? And I'm saying, oh, I'm not going to bloody get them. I'm not going to walk in the club without a clock. Oh, my God. This pigeon landed in my feet. <laughs> It just no dropped way. out of the spot. And I just saw, and that's the thing about pigeon racing. When you see those wings oh. fall back or even if, and sometimes they land, especially the long distance races, boys, yeah, yeah. they land like a ghost in the night. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't even hear them. They just appear. Exactly. One Saturday morning, Ivan knows, I've always been a workaholic. It was a Saturday morning. I never take Saturdays off. And it was a 700 mile race. I'm in. I, I took it off. I thought, bugger it. I'm having it off. 10 to 10, I hear the tinkle, tinkle. Oh. Yeah, no, some blokes had hair. <laughs> but, but, the tinkle, tinkle, and yeah. that pigeon that landed was bred off my 700 mile cock that also bred a pigeon that flew 700 miles three times in 12 months, boys. Wow. That's yeah, a that's buzz. impressive. Hey, that's a buzz. And look, Jono, you've been racing for a long time. Um, yep. the, every time you clock a pigeon, we get this uh, adrenaline rush, don't we? It's like oh, it, it, it's, it's like crazy. it's like it's this. Crazy. I'll explain the analogy. Are you ready? Go. You're eight years old, mm-hmm. right? It's Christmas Eve. That's what it's like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the next day, you know, it's it's Santa's coming. Yes. Right. I explain that to people. 
when I'm waiting for my pigeons. I said, I'm getting that, and when you've got your race season, I'm getting that for three months every Saturday. Every week. Santa comes to me every Saturday. And you know the best part? When the pigeon comes... You don't know if you're first, second, or last. That's, That's the right. best moment. That's exactly right. When you don't know you've won, when you don't know you've come last, when you because because you're just thinking. And and the other good thing, if the phone hasn't rung and you think I think I've got them exactly. What other sport gives you an adrenaline rush like pigeon racing? How how how? That's amazing. It's an amazing sport. I'm telling you. Amazing. Well, I'll tell you what I did do, though, Joe. What did you do? <laughs> I had one under at Royal Melbourne one day at the golf. That was pretty exciting. What did you do? I had one under at golf at the, at the Royal Melbourne Golf one Club. Wow. Yeah. That's unreal. So that was pretty exciting. And I caught a rainbow trout that was £10.4 ounces no. one day. That was pretty great. Is that true, too? Absolutely. Oh, now we're getting off the subject, <laughs> Sorry, mate. No, no, that's oh, awesome. sorry, it's not a fishing show. Sorry, it's boy. It's not a fishing show. No, no it's a pigeon show. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been amazing, mate. And look, like I said, we're going to have you on the show again many a times this year. So um, it was really great talking to you. It's great talking to you, you as well, Muhammad. I hope you uh, uh, enjoyed yourself, Muhammad. Yeah, I did. You did? It was really fun. That's it. And um, I bet you, you know, you're looking forward to seeing these beautiful pigeons at John O'Bridger. Yeah, I can't he's wait. He's got a couple here too. Oh, and Ivan said he's got well, a couple here for you as well. I'm going to so. give, a, you know what I'm going to do, Muhammad? Yeah. I'm going to give you three and I'm going to give the Maltese Falcon one. <laughs> I'm going to give Ivan one. I'm going to give Joe one so you can all have fun, eh? No, you've, that? you've done me big favours. Enough big favours, mate. You've nah, done, that's no, that's not no, no, cool. I'm the special one. I get three. You're special. <laughs> exactly. You're the special you one. You are. You're very special. No, good on you. Lucky hey, you. Hey, thanks, boys. Always, right, always hey, all great the best. to talk. See you, guys. And here's Australian band Dragon with Young Years on Pigeon Radio Australia.
Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 998 1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding all racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road Tulin Vale Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 0732062568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hubauctions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopauctions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. Listen to the real Mark Seymour, the Southern FM Mark Seymour. Playing great Aussie music on the Big Aussie Breakfast. Every Wednesday, 7 to 9, right here on 88.3 Southern FM. It's compulsory listening. Sounds Good with Donna DeMayo on 88.3 Southern FM is on every Tuesday at 6pm. It's filled with an assortment of interviews, talking entertainment, film, fashion, food, travel, live theatre and of course I'll be playing some of my favourite tunes. Looking forward to a chat each Tuesday at 6pm on 88.3 Southern FM. 
What you hear on Community Radio is governed by the Community Broadcasting Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au. 88.3 Southern FM. On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play. And we've come to another ending of the show, Pigeon Radio Australia. Goodbye, Tony, Barbara, the Maltese Falcon. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, all the listeners. And goodbye to everybody around the world. And we'll catch you next week. Okay. And Mr. Angelina, see you later. Fonti, pleasure. See you later. And Mr. Barbara, yep. pleasure. Yep. Had a good, uh, it was a good show. Good, goodbye, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back next week. Stay tuned. Cheerio! Stop the pit.